Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome back to Emily and Sammy's Safe Space, aka the It's Become a Whole Thing podcast when we cover vintage VPR. Yeah. Vanderpump rules. And for the first time in my life, I watched this episode on Netflix. So it's truly taking over the world. Season one and two are on Netflix. That's going to open it up to even more of an audience with more than the millions it got from the scandal last year. So I I could not be happier to see all our work coming to fruition like this. I know we've been preaching the gospel, you know, to whoever would listen. Um, But it's like we went from, you know, preaching on a street corner about Vanderpump rules to like, now we're in a mega church. Yeah, we have stepped the fuck up. We, we have, it's been elevated into the collective consciousness. And it's a bit jarring at times like discombobulating like it just feels like worlds colliding because I always thought this would just be this little this this little show about some people exhibiting the worst human behavior possible that not that many people are interested in so it's great it's just it it's like you know I have to recalibrate now and adjust to this brave new world yeah yeah and I'm I'm loving it, and I love going back and visiting our friends, where they were at then, just meeting yeah. them. Every time that we rewatch, it's like meeting them again. I know, and I felt like 
this really is the debut of Katie's orange hair because we see Katie's orange hair before this in the season. It's all of season two, but this is really where like her orange hair goes from being like a side character to like the main feature. This is also the first time we see Tequila Katie. And this is also the first time that we hear about the Jax and Kristen rumor. And this is the first time we see Katie Maloney call a woman a whore. So, like, literally, this was boundary-breaking. Yeah, absolutely. This is, like, this recap to us is, like, the adult equivalent of when you take a baby and you swaddle them. You, like, give them a little bath and you swaddle them with their little passy. Or, like, you know, you give a toddler an iPad. and It's just, it's, like, we're safe here. Like, when the screen goes black, I just see myself in the reflection, just like smiling, curled up in like with all my pillows around me, and I'm just happy. <laughs> I thought <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something else. Sometimes the screen goes dark, and I see myself. Uh, <laughs> no, I see myself, and I love what covered, I see. <laughs> covered in the crumbs of my snacks, and just what's look. I'm not proud of what's looking back, but that's that's me. That's me, baby. That's that's showbiz. It's all about just trying to get to the next tiny droplet of serotonin. And that's what we're, we're serving to you today. Absolutely. I mean, for us, it's like squeezing water out of rocks. We're going to keep on squeezing. Yeah. And we got some juice today. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> we've transcribed. Yeah. Slurp that down. <laughs> I wrote this episode out like a screenplay, like Katie enters, like <laughs> Jack's replies, like, because there's just the dialogue is unmissable you can't turn away for a second you can't do dishes while you watch this show you need to be sat yeah to people who look at us as a historical podcast which is that's what we're really covering here is history and think that we're not doing our research i just need you guys to know that sammy has seven full pages of notes for this episode (laughs) so let's bang it out yeah let's get into it let's get into it uh first just have to say if you're listening to the pod and you like what you hear hit the little download download this episode give us a little five-star review it's totally free um if you want to pay to hear the after hours unhinged pop culture hot topics recap version of this you can go on patreon uh, and that's that's about it patreon.com slash it's become a whole thing um so now I want to take us to December 16th, 2023, which is when this episode aired. And there's no better way to situate ourselves. Did I say 2023? Yeah, you did. I don't even know where I am. Like, I don't uh, <laughs> barely well, know where it, I am right now. No, 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 I'm no. It's glad good. you it's good. said it because it put together for me that this aired literally almost 10 years 10 years in a month, you know, off. 10 years, 10 years. It in could a have month been it's almost the anniversary. <laughs> almost, almost. <laughs> it may, it may be my birthday today, but really the most important thing is that it's a month and a few odd days from the 10 year anniversary of season two, episode seven of Vanderpump Rules. Did you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? That is Emily's birthday, so be sure you tell her happy birthday. She'll accept well wishes all month. 
I'll accept attention anytime, anytime, <laughs> like a dry, thirsty sponge, but especially right now. Uh, all right. So the Billboard charts that week, we're, I'm going to start it off actually with an honorable mention because we usually do the top five, but I need to, <laughs> I need to mention number 12 on the charts, 23 by Miley Cyrus. Cause in 2013, like Miley Cyrus could saying rap about being into club high on perp yeah and everyone's cheered and same as this episode it was okay to pour a beer on a woman's head it was okay for miley to be talking about doing sipping perp in the club yeah miley was twerking miley was inventing twerking if you listen to the (laughs) the entertainment reporting of the time and oh my god um, i know all these journalists were like this new thing that just got invented (laughs) (laughs) Look at this. it's a it's a white celebrity breaking out of Disney. That's who invented this. Um, yeah, it but was n- the peak of the club, the club era. Like I yeah. feel like the eighties had a good club time, and then it didn't hit again as hard until like oh six to like twenty fifteen. Oh, we we got some great features in this top five. So first we have Katy Perry's Roar, um, and then we have Avicii with Wake Me Up at number four, banger. Number three, Timber by Pitbull featuring Kesha. I need them back. There's all these reunion tours that we don't need, but I would like Pitbull and Kesha to reunite, just saying. Um, <clears throat> then number two, we have Royals by Lord, and number one, Wrecking Ball by Miley. So it's like we were in the club, but we were also like one foot out the door. It, was both, just- it was both Indie Sleaze, Tumblr, Fashion Blog, and like club rat, like feral, dirty party girl. It was the best of times and the worst of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we see, and it's this episode is very much of the time because some of the drama centers around fashion blogging on an online magazine. <laughs> oh my god, I know. Okay, let's let's get it started. So this episode is called "Addicted." I call it break the breakout role for Katie's orange hair. Call it what you want, but. Actually, what color would you say Katie's hair is? Because you're you kind of are like a hair dyeing expert connoisseur. Yeah, I mean it's the definition of brass. Like when people say, "Oh, like brass I, tacks. it's <laughs> like brassy." Like when people are like, "Oh, I don't want to go too light, or else my hair turns brassy." Or like, "How do you cut brass out of your hair? You need a toner." But Katie Maloney said, "Fuck a toner. I will stay with this phase one lifted." bright orange patchy really unflattering hair for this whole season and she cemented herself in history from this yeah it's like a burnt sienna you know there's it's open to it changes it changes on the based on the day the time of day the lighting like it's it's always changing up on you yeah so we start off with the start to any fun girls day Katie and Stassi are going to get their buttholes waxed. Yeah, they step into the salon and Stassi says, we want to get our whole vaginas and butts waxed off. And um, and they do in, in front of each other. Um, Katie watches Stassi get fully waxed, spread her butt cheeks, spread the lips, everything. Um, and we almost get it on camera. We feel like we're there, you know, for this. I know when and- they do, the, they didn't do this for them because they're not going to do it for like full vag on Bravo, but... We have seen on the show they'll they'll barely get the areolas on people's boobs when they're like skinny dipping or in the shower 
for no yeah. for no good reason. It's not part they of the allow plot. us to see a lot without seeing actual butthole. But like I yeah. was, I yeah, it you know it's a bit risque. Um, so Saucy goes first. She's an old pro. And then Katie is there for her first time and she can't get through the whole wax because it hurts too much. So the waxer has to say, do you want me to send you out of here with one hairy lip? And she says, yeah, like I can't take any more. And that's very relatable for me. Yeah. Well, it's not like anyone's going to see it. We already know that her and Schwartz weren't, weren't really having sex at this point. Yeah, they never did. They've had sex like three times. Yeah. So don't put yourself through that pain for nothing. I mean, I've heard women that have kids say that a Brazilian hurt more than childbirth. And when I did it, I tried it a couple times and my everything broke out. So it wasn't even showable. Like anyone who does this, you guys are warriors. I know. I did it once. I got I got my, I got my my bush and my hair my pits waxed and the skin ripped right off with the strips and I bled. Yeah, yeah. So there was a lot of bleeding for me too, and then boils. It's just it's, I don't know. It depends on your body. You know, some people it's not meant for. Yeah, this is getting plague. Like, let's yeah, let's let's get back <laughs> into it. These girls are fine. These girls are just fine. They're stronger than us. So they're chatting. What are what are they saying, Sammy? When they're chatting? I mean, I saw Stassi get the text from, from Jax. Yeah. She's like, oh, it's Jax again. He's saying, like, I just don't feel right dating. I'm still hung up on you. And she's like, he's disgusting. He's a fucking sex addict. He would bang anything. He just banged a 21-year-old the other day. I yeah, hate him. Choice of words is important because banging anything is very different than banging anyone. Like, he would bang at that point in his life anything and even yeah. he said that when he said that at one point he would have fucked a squirrel if it had a vagina. So, yeah, I know. And accurate. I'm like, I'm literally praying to God every night that one day they will release the uncensored versions of all these episodes um, with no bleeps because it's so funny. The things they say, and I would love to hear Jack's unbleeped say, I would have fucked a fucking squirrel if it had a fucking pussy. <laughs> Anyway, when you um, said uncensored, I thought I thought you were talking about oh their their bodies seeing their badge, <laughs> whatever no, they've already I, they've already given us their souls. Yeah, no. Sometimes they have to bleep like a whole sentence, and I'm like, I need to hear what all those words are. Yeah, um, because we're gonna circle back to this, but there is a prevalent rumor that Tequila Katie and just Tequila in general on this show is code for uh, the devil's dust. <laughs> I think devil's dust is the stuff that they blow in your face that makes you lose all ability to y- like you know like in when you hear about like South American robberies and there's like that powder that they use oh okay I'm sorry that... I'm not aware I- I'm talking about cocaine here so yeah <laughs> allegedly. I, know. I think we should just I think we should just use the proper words because we're not <laughs> <laughs> because we're here yeah we're we here don't want to for... get confused with like angel dust Listen, they're all doing your historical accuracy. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I understand. Ariana um, has confirmed tequila is slang for coke. Um, but yeah, so they're saying Jax would bang anything, and Stasi has turned on him. Whereas just a few episodes prior, they were in like Arrowhead, and they shared a little kiss, giving him 
hope that maybe one day she would take him back, but now she's off of him. She's disgusted that he slept with a young girl, even though he was like, she, every day she's like, just go date other people. I'm done. Anyway, they're in this little game. It was a sick little game. Uh, And now we're at Sir in their like 2.0 dresses. Their purple dresses. It covered a little more than the little hanky they got before. Um, Yeah, I would much rather be in these like cotton American apparel bodycon three quarter length dress than the fucking scarf. Of course, of course. Anything that you have to like tape yourself in, you're still hanging out for most parts of your body. Like not great. But I also just loved how... That when they're alternating between their confessionals to the episode, it's like they'll go from having these huge dangly chandelier earrings to then huge statement necklace, but they like <laughs> switch on and off. <laughs> it's like in 2013, we were like costume jewelry. Like, excuse me, why should that be reserved for like people who act in the theater? Like, it should be <laughs> for everyone all the time. I know the jewelry is famously atrocious in the early seasons of this show and you you know at the time it was bad like you go into a forever 21 and everything there was bad but the choices that they made were somehow even worse like this cast is just really like unfashionable and um sheena's little outfit at the club really killed me but i don't want to skip ahead too much um yeah oh we'll we'll get to that don't you worry but right now Speaking of fashion, we're capturing it on everyone's favorite blog, The Divine Addiction by Pandora. (laughs) Pandora Vanderpump. (laughs) Or Pandora Todd, whatever the fuck. So Sheena's asking Stassi to proofread her article. Because Sheena has just been brought onto the team. Like, who's... How many people are working for this? I know. I believe it's just Sheena and Stassi and Pandora. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Like, maybe she's just paying them, you know, to, to freelance a bit. But... Sheena's been asked to do a makeup column and she says, like, I'm not a makeup artist, but I do my own makeup every day and I do no makeup artist. So it, it makes sense. I think I'm pretty knowledgeable in this aspect. <laughs> She's so cute. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we see old pirate Pete uh, inviting Lisa to his birthday, which Peter's like, I don't know he's sort of like a narrator like what's someone who just kind of is there to like just move the plot along but they're not necessarily integral to the show yeah i'm talking about yeah i mean in the early seasons he was very much a part of the cast and people thought he might have some clout so he was able to have like huge filmed birthday parties and then slowly as the years went on he got pushed out and out and out because his cringe started to really come through yeah, they're like, we're done trying to make Peter happen. Like, we've given him... We tried. Spot. We've given him ample opportunity, and he's just as sleazy and weird and not great to look at. He just flops on camera. Like, he just does not sparkle like some of these other celebs do. <laughs> he does not sparkle, no. <laughs> but Stasi is yelling at Jax in Sir, telling him to stop texting her, stop calling her. They get in a huge blowout fight. Um, and that's the end of them for now. Yeah, they exchange some really harsh words. And Jack says, there's no small emotion with Stasi. I'm either crazy in love with her. Or I want to wring her neck. And she says, I can't even cry for you anymore. I can't. I can't care about you anymore. And he says, okay, you won. And she's like, you can go now. And 
this is all just in front of Peter, who's just sitting there dissociated. <laughs> he's just like, I'm the manager here. I have no control. I don't um, know if he's dissociated or if Peter's like experience of the world is just, he, I think he is able to just engage with the world at a superficial level, which is the type of person I'm the most uh, jealous of. Like, I don't, yeah. I think he's just lives in a state of like, oh, here I am. Oh, now I'm going home from work. Oh. Yeah. I mean, he's the manager and they're like screaming at work. Um, but he just doesn't bother to tell. He just tells tells on them to Lisa later. But anyway, yeah. Um, this is the moment that we see Jack say, "I officially give up. Like I give up on her forever." And this is a huge like moment that they really underplay. But he he does, and he never goes back. Like he has been trying to get her back for the previous eight nine episodes, whatever. And yeah, this is the end of a era. It is the end of an era, and but we don't fully know that yet. But what we do know is Tom Sandoval and Kristen Doty are together. And when I saw the next scene where it said like Tom and Kristen's apartment, it was like jump scare. Like I, as much as I know they dated, like it, it's like that information will enter my mind and then it will delete itself on the way out. Like I just still am, yeah, shocked whenever I rewatch it. It's like something went wrong in the universe for them to have ever gotten together. And it's just beyond grotesque to hear them be like, I love them and I'm fighting for this relationship. You're like, what? Like, why do you guys hate each other? What is going on? I know. I know. Um, But Tom is talking about how Kristen is a ticking time bomb because of all the rumors going on around him and Ariana potentially cheating chills like this is a moment that ties back into like 10 years later like this is current day yep and I mean we we know the aftermath but it is important to go back to the beginning because it's just so so similar I I don't want to get into like the scandal at all of it all because I think that's been played out we know you know we'll we'll dive back in when season 11 rolls around but Tom's been on his bullshit from day one absolutely like he clearly was had something going on with Ariana he admitted to at least a makeout and constant texting so we're having an emotional affair here probably a physical affair as well at some point and him and Ariana are just deny 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 denying it and gaslighting Kristen to the point and yeah like you know what Jack says about Kristen on a scale of one to 10 on the crazy scale, she's a 15. Like she can't handle that. If at you this push point her in time, at this point in time. Yes, I would agree now. No. Sure. But like she, it was especially cruel for them to do this to her because she has mental health problems to the point that she is like, you know, one step away from breaking from reality and like going on a manic episode or something. And it was very wrong for them to fuck with her like this. One could argue that she did kind of break from reality, you know? She Yeah, we, we have season with, three still to come. <laughs> yeah, like Miami Girl is a break from reality. When you're flying people across the country for your little scheme, like, it's gone a little far. Um, but back to their, like, cursed date, um, it's just so heavy. It really viscerally brought me back to, like, those interactions you have at the end of a relationship where it's just tense and fraught and you're trying to have fun, and no one's having fun, at some hibachi restaurant, Tom had apparently conf- called to confirm there's vegetarian options, Kristen's vegetarian, 
Uh, and they said yes, but then when they got there, it was just a little teen, teensy bowl of spicy cabbage. They said, we've got a kimchi stew, spicy kimchi stew. And Kristen says, I don't like spicy. I don't like cabbage. And I do not like stew. <laughs> so she he really barked up the wrong tree with that one. And it's Korean barbecue. They're frying raw meat inches away from Kristen on the table. <laughs> okay. That's okay. Let's see. Uh, that's that doesn't offend me this is actually the one instance where i'm like i don't blame tom like i could see him calling being like do they have vegetarian options and then be like sure i think well i think he's a fucking idiot he said they they said they have a bunch of veggies you can fry i'm like yeah she wants to go out for a din for dinner to a romantic restaurant and fry a couple peppers and things in like what kind of meal is that for a vegetarian like take her somewhere where they have like a delicious filling vegetarian option and she doesn't have to be bathed in meat steam it's crazy actually that's true my hair when i when i would go to those restaurants back in the day like my hair would smell like that like for two days if i didn't wash it right after yeah it was so it was just so classically like thoughtless cruel like everything uh, bad uh, okay i'm yeah i mean this is like this it is. is. It's it's so thoughtless to like ruin her experience like that and not just be like, you're right. Sorry, I fucked up on this. Like, let's go somewhere else or like, let's order in or because she was like, I'm going to throw up. I'm so upset. Like she was getting so worked up. Oh, I thought you meant him bringing her to the restaurant. I was like, that's not cruel. But yeah, the aftermath, it doesn't no, matter. I did yeah. mean bringing her to the restaurant. <laughs> okay. okay. Mercilessly cruel. No, but it is, no, it is very thoughtless. And then, you know, when she's like, I don't like this. He's like, it's, it's good. Try it. It's like, no, just go some, go to any other restaurant. Go to the restaurant next door. It doesn't matter. You know, yeah. you guys are not going to places at this point that need reservations. Let's just say that. Yeah, I mean, they do have to film, but yeah, it is. Oh, that's true. That is. Oh, yeah. That actually they can't pick up and go to another restaurant. They have to get approval. I mean, they, they could have. She, he could have done something. He should never have done this. Never taken her to this place. He should have taken her to the kind of place that Jax takes his random date to. Because um, she's like so excited before they go on the date. She's like, you know, it's really sweet that he's putting an effort. And this is what I've been waiting for. And maybe things are going to turn around. But Bring at dinner, they to- to Jax, where Jax brings his dates, like when he got engaged by the side of a highway at a, at a, at a fish shack? No, I meant where he takes his date in this episode. Okay. To that, like, sexy little joint. But um, at Tobezo. <laughs> okay. okay. That's what Kristen would have wanted. But um, anyway, they just end up fighting at the Korean barbecue. Like, Tom is talking shit on Jax and saying how Jax always goes for a sure thing. And Kristen's like, yeah, men love that. They love to go for a sure thing when they have a loyal girl waiting at home. Because <laughs> at this point, <laughs> he's admitted to cheating on her, but she hasn't admitted to cheating on him. So she's like got the moral high ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it always comes back to that. Um, but then, yeah, we cut to Jack's at his sexy little restaurant. Not the sexy, unique restaurant, but a very sexy 2013 lounge um, did they have, did they have this in your area growing up? Because I remember at that time, if you worked in a place like that, they would require you to wear like a tiny bandage dress, and it was like okay to comment on like the servers like weights at a certain level. They had to wear like huge high heels. Yeah, definitely. I mean, this was like an upscale Hollywood hotspot, so I've never been to one of those. But any of the like sexy like Moxies, Earls, like whatever versions of those. I went to a sports bar once, like a really fancy sports bar, 
where they had all the waitresses lined up at the front. You got to pick one. <laughs> that feels uh, sinister. Absolutely. <laughs> you get to pick one. Oh, no. That means there's a girl who always doesn't really get picked. Well, yeah, I guess the, the weakest link doesn't make the team. <laughs> yeah. Um, that The thought of that terrifies me. Um, but anyhow, back to Jax. He's charming his date. Anonymous girl number, you know, 472. <laughs> he gets laid. Tale as old as time. I mean, there's really nothing more to say about that. I mean, like, he's dumb as rocks, but Tom Sandoval is somehow dumber. That's what mystifies me. And that's what was hidden from me during my first watch through. I always thought of Jax as the dumbest and the worst of the gang of Tom's and Jax's. But I actually think Tom Sandoval is the dumbest. And it's a race to the bottom with those three. Yeah. Both. Like, like it, it was such an easy slam dunk for Tom to just take Chris into a nice restaurant, make up, have a nice week, have sex. And he couldn't do it. But Jax knows how to get it done. Oh, yeah. Jax is efficient. He knows he stays in his lane. He knows to stay in his lane. He knows how to hit a slam dunk. And he's hit seven slam dunks in the last two weeks. He said the next day at work, he slept with seven girls in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's and this is precision. Like... He's like a firefly or no, sorry, a dragonfly. You know, they say they're the most efficient hunters. Like they get 99% of their, what they go after. Oh, That's Jax at that. this point. Yeah. Wow. You should Fun get facts. a little dragonfly tattoo. I should. And a little... And a little whale and a little, I don't know. I actually think like, I'm just, I'm just down to get a bunch of silly tattoos. I don't have enough silly ones, so. Yeah. I I said Jax should add it to his silly tattoo collection, but you should also get as many silly tattoos as you want. Oh, I'm open to suggestion. I'm like, I don't want to. Okay. You're like, any more with, (laughs) I don't want any more with depth or meaning. I just want a bunch of random scribbles at this point. I don't, fuck it. Yeah. (laughs) But. Lisa, Lisa comes in and talking about moral high ground. Lisa's stop shoving this in Stassi's face, and like she loves to, she loves to scold naughty Jax. Oh yeah, the sexual tension between Lisa and Jax is always on that like love hate like kind of line. Tom Schwartz likes to say that it's like him and Lisa at this point, or him crushing on Lisa, but really the the tension is between. Jax and Lisa. Yeah, Jack. Like Lisa's just like she can't like resist like a big boy. <laughs> she lo- and, she, and a naughty boy. She loves yeah. a naughty, naughty yeah. boy. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> and they start to t- to chat, and Jack says, "I went to therapy last year, and I loved it. The only problem I had with seeing therapy last year was that I wasn't honest with her." <laughs> <laughs> and, and therapy Lisa's like, will only give you what you put into it. <laughs> Lisa's like. The therapist is like, you know, that's their job is to try to get the truth out of you because he keeps calling her, he keeps calling his therapist the therapy. Therapy. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, the it may as well be because these, we've seen these bogus therapists they have on the show and they are, yeah. I, I mean, they're getting paid for doing a job, but I think the job is like being on camera and sitting in a chair. I love the interchangeable blonde therapists that are just like, mm-hmm. Okay. There's about three of them. Yeah. yeah. Like, and what, and how did that make you feel? <laughs> yeah. They try to like a little bit set them on the right path, but 
I mean, they're playing an impossible game. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's catching sand in your hands. But yeah. So now we cut to the bar that Stassi and Sheena went to to do their editing together. They wanted to collaborate on a Divine Addiction post. Um, Having margaritas in a pint glass and it's a scene yeah it's so cute Sheena like spins the ipad to Stasi and is like the thing about contouring is that it's just like contouring your body with clothes like and just reads like you know the little like blurb and is like and then I had four videos and two links to products and Stasi's like wow well 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 I'm surprised it's actually good um funnel queen <laughs> directing that traffic converting into sales what can they what can't they do she's like the biggest compliment i could give a girl is that she looks thin and the second biggest compliment is that their writing style kind of reminds me of myself and so that's what i said to sheena <sighs> uh, all right yeah speaking of tension this is tension this is oh it's always tension between too until it just fizzled out and nothing eventually but yeah they're trying to make amends at this point in an intense sort of way and at this point sheena was one of the queen bees in season one like she was always kind of bullied by the other girls but she was one of the main characters and she Mm -hmm. still kind of is so that's why i think stassi's entertaining this yeah yeah i mean they try to air it out that Sheena thinks that Stasi or whatever they're they're beefing over Lisa's friendship and who is Lisa's favorite and um Stasi's accusing Sheena of like doing some nefarious plotting and she's like I don't make up revenge plots for my friends like my brain doesn't work that way yours does and Stasi's like yeah that's true <laughs> that, that is true that yeah. is true she's like I see that Sheena's not plotting anything. She's just panicking and casting a wide net at all times. And Sheena's like, I was an amazing friend to you, and I just want this to be over. And Stassi's like, okay, yeah, we'll hang out in Cabo for my birthday. And she says in her confessional, it's just easier for me to make her think that we're friends. She's so sinister. (laughs) Um, But smash cut, we're at Couture Club for Peter's 30th. Couture, (laughs) Couture. if you will <laughs> class a classy joint couture couture club club couture and we get the four horsemen Stasi, katie Kristen, and christina kelly entering true, the true four horsemen of the apocalypse especially them at at this point in time with them all four of them in their sur dresses actually would have brought the apocalypse if they were all scheduled at the same time yeah yeah, they're and maybe really scary. It, maybe it did. Maybe it did, and that's the reality we're living in. We don't know. We don't know a world without this. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, so they sit separately from Sheena, and then so there's so there's already tension. Sheena doesn't like that. But they start off the night with three rounds of shots, one after another. So, and I'm willing to bet they had a few drinks before getting here. And uh, yeah, I, yeah. So we're well on our way to Katie's implosion that we see later. Yeah. We're we're well past the legal limit here. Um, <laughs> their cabin home, because I don't think Uber existed at this time. Um, but they're not talking to Sheena. They sit far away from her. 
in their corner, in their cool kid corner, and Sheena's very upset. She's always just trying to get with the cool girls. It I know. It never works. It never she's, works. She's so desperate to fit in. Like, I, I know it's, like, so mean when Katie says that, but, like, it's true. Like, if she didn't lead with such a, like, clawing desperation, she wouldn't repulse the cool kids so much. I know, and that's why I I gravitate to Sheena, because I am desperado for attention at all times, and... And not in a cool, fun way, just in a real thirsty way, so. Well, I don't think you're anywhere near as desperate and pathetic as Sheena, so, like, let's just get that straight, but. Oh my god, um, thank you. You're welcome, on your birthday. Um, but <laughs> this does look like a fun club night, like, everyone's dancing, Lisa shows up and surprises everyone, and she, like, sexy dances, and Katie spanks her butt a little bit. Sheena's just like swept away by Lisa Vanderpump. She's like, oh, she's the most beautiful woman in the room. Like everyone just looks at her and she glows. And like, so it's, it's, you know, it's a fun night. And Lisa says to herself, well, let's kick this up a notch. She pulls us, she like whispers in the ears of Danny, who is one of our, always always around. Lisa's a walking HR nightmare. But luckily they don't have HR. I think at this point for Sir or Bravo, probably. I think the episode before this, or maybe two before this, was the one where Lisa made Katie, Stasi, and Kristen do a lap dance for Guillermo to boss. thank him. Yeah, they're out there, big boss. In tiny um, little, in a teensy tiny little like thong cabaret yeah. ensemble. Yeah. yeah, so that's the kind of workplace we're dealing with here. So, so Lisa whispers to Sheena and Danny, it's Peter's birthday. Have some fun. Stir it up. <laughs> Sheena says, okay hell yeah like as soon as the words are out of lisa's mouth sheena shoves peter into a chair and gives him a high energy lap dance it is it's like a cory it's more like choreo next yeah it's exactly i she she puts her hands on his knees and puts her butt towards him and like kind of like dips down but she's not like grinding her ass on him as she's accused of doing later um and she's not like straddling him and like you know doing anything it's like Crazy. when you scoop. It's like when you scoop back to your friend a little bit and like dance on them for two seconds to be yeah, silly. That's exactly. really all it is. It was and so Shay's, tame. And Shay's right there. Like it's yeah, very, very above board. Absolutely. Um, Peter takes his shirt off, which I wish he didn't. <laughs> he does, and uh, he doesn't God. get removed for it. So he's he's the king of Hollywood, I guess. I think but... that was okay to to do. Hmm. Cool. Then or maybe in some clubs, I don't know. Um, and then Sheena gets up from her little dance and grabs Katie and is like, "Your turn." <laughs> and Katie's like, "No, I'm <laughs> practically engaged." <laughs> no, <laughs> demonic. She is. Dinners disturb my slumber. <laughs> she is like a negative spirit has attached to her at this point. <laughs> She's sucking the joy out of the room. She's and gone. converting it into rage and <laughs> anger. Hate. Yeah. And she's like, she says in the confessional, like, I would not slut it up on another guy in front of my boyfriend. And then we're back at, at the club and she says to Schwartz in the moment, I respect you too much to ever do that. And he's like, I don't care what you do. Schwartz is both two sheets to the wind at this point. And if he, even if he was sober, he would not care. Hell no. He's like, I don't like you. I don't fuck you. I don't care what you do. 
And like, and <laughs> and even with someone with almost no sex drive, he's still making out with the other people every other weekend. So he's I think he would be relieved at this point if Katie cheated on him. He'd be like, well, you did some things. I did some things anyway. Yeah, absolutely. And then they head out to this alley booth. Like it's like a smoking area booth in like a filthy alley, just like the Sir Alley that we know and love. And uh, yeah, it's a great it's a great setting for the the scene we're about to get. I never put that together that the smoking area is like a velvety, crusty booth. Yeah, I mean, it almost seems it's, it's like, is this the real smoking area? Like, it just looked so dirty and awful and crowded. And like, <laughs> the club just was getting rid of this. They're like, this is for trash day tomorrow. And they all flock to it. <laughs> I can see that. They do congregate around trash. Um, and so, yeah, they're ripping cigs and uh, Katie's telling the girls about the lap dance. It's just how it all went down. And Sheena's right there, standing nearby, hearing and seeing all of this. <laughs> she says, when Katie has had a few too many shots, she's a different person. And by different, I mean evil. True. Okay. I mean, yeah. True. Uh, with the caveat that I think a lot of the evil or tequila to Katie behaviors are precipitated by how tense Schwartz makes her by being shitty to her all the time. Oh, totally, yeah. The soup that she's in is like an unhealthy relationship, toxic friendships, a traumatic brain injury, an alcohol problem, etc. All of her potential that we always saw and prayed for when she was still married to Schwartz, when we prayed for like their separation, it's it's all come true exactly how we envisioned it. Like she's glowing, she looks relaxed and herself and... Yeah. It's been amazing. Yeah, she to see she she always had potential and this episode is her darkest moment. I think in the whole show. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, she mm, season 5 uh, had a few. <laughs> had a yeah. Like yeah, I'm 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 having a montage. I wish I could just play this montage <laughs> of like I'm of trying to think of her most unlikable her moments. Her screaming at Sheena it's it's not because of shorts it's your fucking mouth <laughs> but right. she said all of her marital problems were because of sheena all season long she maintained that that and and when she actually this is not talked about enough she was the one who got wasted and spoke the rumor about Kristen and jack sleeping together to stassi well this night yeah so not unlike unlikable moment but like her going to the dark side her going to the dark side, it was completely necessary in that case. But, um, so anyway, we're back at the table. Um, Kristen's trying to be like, you can't sit with us. You're not friends with any of us at this table. And Sheena's, you know, like, Stassi, we're not friends. And Stassi is just silent. And she says in her confessional, she's like, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut because Katie is my best friend, even though she's being really mean and unreasonable right now. And I actually don't have any beef with Sheena. And she's technically right in this situation. So I just have to stay out of it. Um, so she's just like a, a a bystander to the fucking shots fired that we're about to see. And um, yeah, Katie's like, you're grinding your ass on Peter's penis. And like, it's disgusting. And Peter comes out and he's like, I love lap dances. And I wish all of you women would give me a lap dance on my birthday. Stop fighting, ladies. Like, but to no avail. To no to no avail. No. Um 
<laughs> Sorry, I'm just seeing in your notes. It says, they say Sheena's single white femaling Stasi. <laughs> yeah. And Sheena's like, oh my god, you guys think that I would, I want to be her or be with her? <laughs> and I'm obsessed with her? It's so funny because it is kind of true, but like, so mean. Yeah, but like, the the problem with Sheena is that the more you push her away, the more she wants to be friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that like, just it, it feeds the desperation cycle. They call Which her pathetic. Yeah. And she's like, I'm better than this and I'm better than you, and heads back into the club. So good for her. She kept it together. She didn't cry in front of them. And Shay stays to defend her to Katie. <laughs> The last man that will stick up for her until Brock enters the picture. Not saying Brock yeah. is perfect, but I'm just saying I appreciate moments when someone's partner stands up for them. Yeah. Do Do you want to be Katie and I'll be Shay? Okay. Okay. Shay, we're not going to have the same conversation where you can't conjugate any kind of verbiage. What does that even mean? vernacular (laughs) you called her garbage and said that or whatever something like that and then he says she's better than us she's garbage she's a sad soul that's desperate for something she's gone into ursula mode at this point (laughs) like he's gone into for a, a mode of like poor unfortunate souls and like Evil, like, tentacles reaching out, <laughs> grasping onto, like, anything that comes near her. Her Okay, at this point, her tentacles burst through the ground. <laughs> start grabbing yeah. people. And Shay, all Shay can say is, oh, really? Really? <laughs> yeah, poor Shay is not qualified. He is fight. out of his fucking league by a long shot. He's trying and drowning, but God bless Shay in this moment. He's He can't say he didn't try. It's more effort than Schwartz ever put in to defending he just, Katie. He just shuts down in these, like, stressful situations. Like, he can't be around toxic people. He's, like, too weak and sensitive to, yeah. like, get through it. And it's very relatable. I'm sure I would crumble in the same way. I actually think most people would. I know we're sensitive folks, but I think most people don't enjoy being around people that are screaming. Mm-hmm, that's you, don't have to be an em- you don't have to be an empath to, like, not want that type of stress in your life, you know? <laughs> but some people can handle it in a way that they can just speak their piece. Like, they could, their mind and mouth still works, you know? Like, they could just be like, you're being completely unreasonable and so hateful and you owe her an apology and then just, like, walk away kind of thing. But, you know, yeah, I can't. Yeah, I mean, three, three quarters of the whole the stuff I hate journal was me just writing in like moments where I froze and wanted to say something and then thought of it later. It was like, okay, we're going to create an opportunity to fill in the blanks here, but Shay's not qualified. Maybe I'll send him a copy. I'll find him somewhere. Yeah. No, he doesn't want to be found. Um, But Sheena, speaking of people not defending their partner, she is inside, and who is lovingly by her side? Schwartz, just hugging her and talking about what a piece of shit Katie is. Um, yeah, he's like, they didn't mean that, they didn't mean that. And she's like, they did mean it. It's like, kind of. Yeah, but he did. He's, they did mean that. I yeah. know. And she knows it, too. That's how they see her. But but Schwartz is like, Katie just gets really mean when she drinks. And um, 
I mean, that's true as well. Like it's, it's, she gets out of character and really mean when she drinks sometimes. So Shay goes to get Sheena and he's just like, let's go. I'm done. He's like shaking on the verge of tears. Um, and Sheena goes with him. They get in the cab and, uh, yeah, like Shay's just like, Katie was talking so much shit to me. And Sheena's like, that girl needs to go to rehab. I swear. She's the angriest drunk. And Shay's like, they called you a sad soul. <laughs> that is cruel. That's cruel. At at that point, you may as well, like, it may as well just be, you know, you may as, Katie may as well just str- struck her. Like, because calling her sad soul, how do you ever forget being called it's that? It's so rude. But Sheena, Sheena doesn't let it bother her. She's just like, it's funny that they're calling me what they know they are themselves. It's like, oh, snap, yeah. projection queen. Um, yeah. And she's just like, do they think that my life is incomplete without them? It's actually better when they're not in it. And her Which is Shay true, pa- but she doesn't know. know that on a true level. She can't level. stick with it. Yeah, she yeah. like knows it, but can't. But she's like, but I have to be buddy-buddy with them for the show. Um, So they leave, and Schwartz comes out to confront Katie. And he says, I'm mad at you because I heard what you said to Sheena. When she was playfully and platonically dancing with Peter, you tried to question her fidelity. They all get pretty great vocabulary when they're blackout <laughs> i know um like, she was playfully and platonically dancing you tried to question her fidelity there's other ways of saying that that are more simple but they it like it unlocks knowledge for them absolutely and katie tried to go there <laughs> you can't conjugate any verbiage or vernacular with my drinking yeah Yeah. so katie cries she just cries right away the fact that schwartz came out there and attacked her when she's like in this like a horrible fight yeah Kristen holds her and as katie's so beautiful when she cries and when she like turns and like covers her face with her hand we can see that she actually has three stacked buns on top of each other in her hair yeah yeah Three little orange buns. I know. She's one of those people that when she cries, she doesn't get puffy. Like, it's just a little te- tears rolling down her face. But, like... And the way her face, like, scrunches up, like, is just so beautiful and, like, so soft. I don't know. It's... it's she's... Well, her and well, Kristen with, both look really pretty when they're sad. Maybe it's because I've seen a huge cross-stitch that someone made of the scene of her and Kristen in this moment. But it does feel a bit, like, Renaissance painting, like... Oh, yeah. Oh, of course it is. And Kristen's always there backing her up in her most, like, <laughs> fucked up moments. But, um... Someone has to. Uh, yeah. And Schwartz is saying, you know you were out of line. She said, no, I am not. I am not out of line. Schwartz, what are you doing right now? <laughs> I'm not defending Sheena. She'll probably give you a lap dance. You can go in there and pull your pants down. You're on the slippery slope. You're being an asshole. No, I'm not. My own boyfriend is sitting up for the whore in there. My own boyfriend is sticking up for the whore in there. (laughs) (laughs) And and you know what? Doesn't matter that Katie is out of line. Because yeah, she is fucking out of line. Doesn't matter. That's your girl. You deal with that later at home, not, not in front of everyone to her face when she's this blackout. Yeah, yeah. He should have scooped her up, taken her home, put his arm around her, been like, 
yeah, well, let's, let's get some pizza. Let's get you in bed. We'll deal with this later. But instead, this is the end of the scene of them at the bar. The cameras go down and we don't get footage of the rest of the night, which is apparently a fucking runaway train off the tracks, which is tragic and brutal that we don't have the footage but the exposition at the yard sale is almost just as good so yeah it's good it's like a negative space like sometimes it's good to then fill it in like later yeah it's it's art it's like almost more artistic this way so we get a cutaway scene of jackson therapy where he's saying to you know i lied i can't be faithful i have a sex addiction and the therapist says you should never have a girlfriend um or sorry he says that and she's like yeah you should please don't date um, I have a book I can recommend for you. Do you read? And he says, I haven't read a book before, but um, I think I saw The Gatsby. The movie was great. And I think I looked at that book in high school. <laughs> uh, so I will just say, we're not that different. Like we're not. <laughs> it's not like we're currently avidly reading. I'm, I'll just say that. <laughs> I am different. Okay. I'm different you- than Jack's. We are. You have a literature degree. No one can take that away from you. I'm just saying, like, you know, I'm just, it's just I'm just, just I know. I'm, I'm not judging him. I've gone years without reading books. It's fine. It's just, it's just funny that he, she's like, well, if you read this book, you can probably improve yourself. And he's like, well, can't read and I don't want to improve myself. So um, anyway. Yeah. So on that note, we're going to have to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. Take it away, Samantha. Um, so it's the next day. Kristen and Stassi roll up together to Christina Kelly's historic yard sale. And Stassi says she has a raging hangover from last night. But honestly, they seem fresh as a daisy to me. I guess they're just young. Um, but they're like, well, I don't know about Katie, though. Like, I don't know if she's even going to come. You have no idea what we went through last night with her. She threw water in our faces in the middle of a restaurant, saying the meanest things. And she also said that Jax and Kristen had sex in January. Christina's like, what? And Kristen's like, yeah. And at 9 a.m., she texts Tom Sandoval, and I'm expecting her to apologize, but it just says, I know all about you and Ariana. (laughs) I don't know what, like, at 9 a.m. she texted that? So she was still, like, it it looks like high noon outside now. Like, it can't be later than, like, 2 or 3 p.m., for a yard sale and uh katie was still blackout wasted at 9 a.m and texting people threatening stuff and exposing everyone's secrets which is amazing and yeah. i don't know if that's her tbi talking or what but like everything just spilled out of the vault yeah if you're new here or you haven't heard any of our past vanderpump episodes we've also we've been advocating that past uh that past katie's behavior was not tequila katie it was traumatic brain injury katie some respect on her name but at this point yeah i think it is tbi katie because they said she threw water in their faces in the middle of the restaurant in their yeah. friends faces yeah these are her two best friends that are trying to like hang with her so stassi's like i could see jack's doing it it's just the whole Kristen part and Kristen's fully committed to the bitch she's like that's disgusting stassi i can't believe you're even entertaining this idea right now and in her confessional she's like stassi has trust issues but the thought of sleeping with Jax is ridiculous and disgusting. And um, Katie rolls Kristen's up now. A good, Kristen's a good actor. Oh, she's a great liar. Great actor. Absolutely. Well, maybe she convinced herself of this lie. 
she had this for her this lie was like fucking this is life or death like you have to win um i mean she did swear it wasn't true on her parents and her niece and nephew's life (laughs) no that's like james and may of the james may co t-shirt company she later started (laughs) that was a way of trying to make amends with them that yeah that was bridging what they're gonna later see on tv when they grow up (laughs) um so katie fucking rolls up in a crazy outfit off the street storming through koreatown and um her hair is still in the triple buns which just really confused me um she just she just slept in it well i don't know if she slept oh yeah Um, oh oh, maybe oh yeah maybe if there was that much i think she's still i think she's still drunk when she shows up and i don't think she has slept but probably and just i just didn't say this at the beginning but i miss so much when they genuinely needed like those eight dollars from reselling their tank tops you know totally yeah they're setting up their like little forever 21 yard sale it's not it's not for a bit like they're like we need yeah (laughs) they're like bravo's delayed on paying us from even season one like we need these these coins absolutely um so yeah katie arrives and christina's like so katie what's up what happened last night and katie's like i don't know there's bits and pieces i remember and a lot i don't remember and Stassi's like, do you remember saying that Kristen banged Jax? And Katie's like, okay, I'm sorry. That's a very bad rumor to repeat. And then Kristen is like, snaps into action. She's like, why does this shit happen? Do you have shit pent up inside of you that you want to say? Katie's like, yeah, I do. And Kristen's like, then say it to me. You threw my keys in my neighbor's bushes. <laughs> you threw water on me. You said I'm a cunt and you fucking hate me. <laughs> Throwing the keys in the bushes is really like you could be ruining a drunk person's night because it's it could be hard hard to find in i state. know it's such a like hateful act of chaos yeah but the way they just casually throw drinks around like it's not actually that big of a deal for their behavior yeah. at this point the water i whatever <laughs> that's just funny but the, the keys is serious so katie starts crying immediately she's like are you fucking kidding me I hate myself more than you hate me more than you hate me more than you will eventually hate me I hate myself I don't know what you want from me you guys and then takes to the street so powerful and And also powerful is what Stassi says after if this is true all of our lives are going to change all of our friendships are going to change and I'm going to kill Kristen and she does she tries her very best to just destroy Kristen yeah physically and emotionally (laughs) she got as far as she could without jail time yeah she she did potentially have charges pressed against her for their altercation she yeah slanders her name and leaves town and yeah it is it's it's so weird how this all unfolds where it's presented as a rumor and so Stasi just has to act like she doesn't believe it even while she's investigating if it's true and she just has to put a hold on all of the like hatred and resentment that she's going to feel towards Kristen and then they yeah. have this like overlap period where they're like still friends but she's heard the fucking rumor 
Kristen and Stassi are both playing their own versions of 5D chess with this scenario. Both to yes. save themselves and to get what they want out of the situation. So that's why it takes so long to unfold. That's why it takes the whole season to unfold. Yeah. And that's why this is the greatest whodunit <laughs> film series of all time. Like, no, oh, yeah. Yeah. Every new clue. piece of information that rolls out slowly is so riveting and so was crazy. Was it Katie on the dance floor with the glass of water? <laughs> or was it Kristen with her drive DVD? in her living yeah. room. Yeah. And who who did what to who and who cheated first and who said what the relationship status was and then like it's just yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. Okay. So like I feel I feel incredible right now. Um feel like I could jump over the moon. I feel like doing a full rewatch. I'm not going to go there yet cuz I'm very busy with my 90 day fiance universe but I I also feel like a Vanderpump Rules rewatch at least for those of us like above this parallel in the globe is like it's for like deep winter Mm -hmm. it's for like it's for seasonal depression which hasn't hit yet yeah so the new premiere is coming mid-jan um just January they said so far okay yeah that's the month it always premieres in so nothing new here, but I wish it'd be sooner. But it does give me some time yeah, to revisit. Oh, you're going to rewatch before then? Well, I like to... I'm always rewatching. I just like pick and choose episodes here and there and rewatch for you my stay, own pleasure. You stay rewatching. You don't have to rewatch if you never stop watching, okay? <laughs> yeah, you don't have to... You don't have to channel... You know, you don't have to drop into that channel if you're already channeling. Mm-hmm. Stay in the channel. Stay channeled. That's what we want you guys to do as well, if you're going through it, listeners. Yeah, and to anyone who's at BravoCon, you lucky little bitches, enjoy your time. We'll see you next year. Putting that out there. Woo! Uh, Hell yeah. Yeah, Yeah, maybe they'll do next year in uh, the middle of British Columbia in the forest. (laughs) That'd be great! (laughs) That would be very convenient. Um, no, I okay. hope it goes back to New York, though. Like, obviously, I'd much rather make a trip to New York than fucking Vegas. <laughs> I don't know. I've never been to Vegas. Yeah, you've you've done your time in Vegas. I still need to see it just for... I just need to see it just for the sake of it. Okay. Um, so this would have been, like, a nice way to go there with a mission. But also, yes, New York is closer to me and just better all around. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, it's better. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for coming on this journey, Sammy and listeners. We love you guys. Thank you. Thanks for also just being here. We're all doing our best right now. We're live, laugh, loving through potentially casual apocalypse. And you're doing great, sweeties. All of you. Of the wild, Miss Emerald. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! We 
love our pets, but when the floor is covered in fur, that's harder to love. Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has powerful 8,000 PA suction to make hair vanish from floors in just one pass. Plus, the roller brush has automatic detangling for easy hands-free maintenance. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.